podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Dream it, believe it, become it. <laughs> Welcome to the very first edition of The Fight is Right. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Come on down! (laughs) (laughs) The very first edition of The Fight is right. And I'm honoured to present my co-host, a man that many people know. (laughs) (laughs) The one and only, Spencer Fearon, also known as The Master Knowledge. That's right. Big up my brother, Baba Tundi Ajayi. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Master genius. You know what I mean? The pad technician. The man that's got more combinations than a safe breaker. <laughs> you know how it goes. But we're going to talk about the fight. Yes. The, ton, the, week, bro. <laughs> the weekend fight was very, very serious, you know? Absolutely. Like, Errol Spence, Sean Porter. It was a beautiful fight, man. Yes, especially when I don't watch boxing. <laughs> well, you better start watching it now, mate. Yeah, I'm converted. Um, what a fight. You know, um, it's so funny because I was in a gym a few years back in Floyd Mayweather's gym and I watched the two of them spar. Mm. You got I, the better of the spar. <laughs> we don't talk about spar. No, we do. <laughs> we don't we, talk we, about spar. So we telling me before then. I'm like, oh yeah, I saw this spar. Okay, what happened? We don't talk about spy. Why did you mention it? <laughs> no, but you know why? I, I'll oh, tell you, shut up. No, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because I know, you know, Errol's a very serious, he's a very serious guy. Yeah. He takes everything serious and uh, in a professional manner. And, um, you know, I was, I was there when, I, when he sparred Floyd Mayweather. And, uh, but one thing I would say where Sean Porter's concerned, if anyone who knows Sean and his father, they work on particulars. Yeah. So, you know, I know like... I know, they're specific. I'm, me, and, I'm me and Andy, we always crack up on it because one day we was in a Devon Haney, Bill Haney's uh, gym. We was all there, myself, O'Hara Davis, uh, Junior Benjamin, Otisaba, and uh, Sean, Sean's dad got in a ring and he's like, no, Sean, no, Sean, you're not doing it properly, Sean. I want you to go left, right, left, right, and then come over with a hook. <laughs> so... That's the thing about yeah, the Porter. So, you know, you can't look at it from a, a situation where you say he got the better because you don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Sean was, yeah. and his father were working on specific and Errol was being what he always is, his man down. Yeah. But it's like, when you see like with, with, with Sean Porter, especially like for the build-up for this fight, you know what? i got to give him maximum respect because on a, I thought he was going to lose on points, but I had a feeling that, a sneaky feeling that Errol Spence could stop him. Especially like I, when he's up close, and from his southpaw position, that will throw, he'll throw a left hook. Yes. But he, and he puts, he drives that shot in. And I thought that shot was going to catch him. And sometimes we've seen in like a couple of like down the stretch, Sean Porter, he kind of, he, he, he kind of, the wear and tear of the rounds, they, they get the better of him. Mm-hmm. But in this fight here, he made weight properly, and that's the most important thing, right? Yes. So he made he made the one four seven correctly, like you were saying. Like I've been on I've been on weight for like a week now. Everything's according to plan, I've been eating for the week. And when he said that, then you've got to realise, because even though he's not a tall guy, but he's very, very thick set, yes. he's, he's broad-shouldered, and he, he's, he's very... So to he's cut you, I know in the amateurs, he fought um, Alexander Usyk. Yeah, and me. And, and Danny Jacobs. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you're talking about a 160 fighter, who's probably a 200-pound fighter. Yeah, yeah exactly. And Usyk uh, and is a unified cruiserweight champion who's moved up to heavyweight. Right. So these are big guys. Big guys. But like when you look on now with like with what Sean Porter did in that fight, when you get great fights, yes, and that was a great fight. That's like a great fight of the year candidate. No about that. Absolutely. When you when you see a great fight, you don't really look at who won or who lost. You know, you just you're reminiscing about the fight, mm. and it was close, mm. and it was justified in being a split decision, and. Not to the fact that we were gassing, over-gassing on Errol Spence. I think we underestimated Sean yes. Porter yes. and his desire. And it was like, I spoke to Kenny Porter on Sunday. 
And Kenny said, Spence, if I, if I, if I, if I, if I, if I don't laugh, I'm going to cry. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, but what he's done is... Did, he, did he feel that he's someone to fight? He said it was, a, it was a close fight. He didn't deny the fact it was a close fight. But you know what? In fights like that, he could have actually got a nod. But the, the, the knockdown was, it was, a, it was decisive. Decided fight. It, it was. It was decisive to the fact that, you know what? It's a close fight. And I've got to do something to, to really impress the judges. Yes. And that knockdown, but you know what? I rate how the way Sean Porter has brushed it up and has got back up there. Come, let's go again. Yeah, Great but fight. You know what I look at? You know what I look at? I look at the fact that, I know we're talking about a different fighter, but Broner dropped Porter as yeah. well. But wait a minute. You know that was a catchweight fight, right? Okay. Remember? It was at 1 4 3. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was at 1 4 3. Remember, Broner just come off with a loss. Um, against Madonna, and that fight was a catchweight fight, one four three, and it was that was a wicked left hook. Remember, he, he dropped. I'm sure it was, it was a left yeah, hook. It was a, a lead yeah, left hook in in the last round. But I'm also saying we all know. Remember, you say like Sean Paul was probably 200 pounds walking around at 200 pounds, right? Yeah, absolutely. To get down to one that's 57 pounds a week coming off of you, you know? Yeah, and right. You know what? It, it's 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 funny because. When we were in Vegas and the time we spent in Vegas, it seems to be like a norm. Fighters are, you know, overseas, they're always talking about losing so much weight. And I, I, to this day, I can't get around it. You know, Errol, <laughs> definitely, I see Errol with my own eyes. Bruv. 200 pounds. If, if not more than that. I see, I see Errol Spence, when, when was it? But the time when, what was it? For Mayweather, what was it? Mayweather versus um, Canelo. Canelo, yes. Right, remember we was out there, right? Yes. And I see Errol Spence out in the casino. Yes. I, t- I couldn't believe the size of him. <laughs> I couldn't believe the size It's amazing. Of He's I, massive, you know. It's amazing. I don't know how they do it. But the number one question everyone is asking. Credit to Sean. Put up, put up a tremendous fight. And, uh, Sorry, Tom, this is good coffee, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you Love shit. You. I don't know what kind of juju man you're going to when that coffee's on point. You know, look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a genius when it comes to coffee. But I think the question everyone is asking, can the number two pound for pound ranked, according to Ring Magazine, Waterweight, Terence Bud Crawford defeat Errol Spence? That's what I want to know. I want your expert all right, opinion. All right. I'm just being real. Yeah, I'm just yes. being real. Yes, I saw flaws inside Errol Spence mm. on the weekend, but I think it was the style, that perpetual motion, that bullying. You got to think he, Sean Porter was in on Errol Spence. Yeah, like it was on his chest, like he was bellowing. Yeah, but, you know but, I, mean? but every, I think everyone knows that's how Sean. I remember I was outside uh, Floyd Mayweather's gym, and I'm. I remember his dad vividly saying, Floyd Mayweather don't want this work, man. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather don't want this work. You know, Sean's all too, Sean's all round for him, man. And you know what? You, you look at Sean and you can actually see how he would give a fighter of any ilk you got to think, his style, I see little bits of him. I see like, I see, I see a lot on certain things and how he throws his hands Again, credit, sorry, credit to Kel Brook because you've done the business, Kel. You d- he beat Sean. I don't think he, I know you know, to you, you know what, that was a close fight. No. No, it was a close fight. No. I'm just being real, it was a, that it was went. a close fight. It went because it, it was Kel, a close fight. Kel came from Sheffield. To, well, this is what I'm trying to say. It's always us going to the backyard and we're proving that we can do it and put up great, you know yourself, you know about the, the whole energy factor. Yeah, yeah. When, I think that that's why it's such a big thing when someone goes over to another man's backyard and even challenges him. So, again, when, we're going off subject, but no, not really, because yeah. Kel's saying he's gone back down yeah, to he's what? Got, he's gone back down to what? So, we discussed that. Yeah. But anyway. Right. So, I'm, I'm just go back to if you look at Terence Crawford, and Terence Crawford, what's he ranked? Pound for pound, number two, ring number magazine. Number two, yes. Number two, who is it? Lomachenko's number one. Oh, on a proper pound for yeah, like, yes, pound, I, pound, be, right. I believe that's right. right yeah. in, in, in there. But you know what? It's, it's up for debate, right? It's up for debate because yes. you know what? Well, well, Canelo could be pound for pound number one. Mm-hmm. But for on that rankings, but in the World to Eight Run for Seven rankings, yes. Errol Spence is ranked higher than Terence Crawford. A lot of people say, oh, how does that work? And I'm going to break it down. It's quite simple. 
on the pound for pound rankings, they're yes. actually saying pound for pound. So it's saying like if we accumulate everything that Sean, uh, that Terence Crawford's done in his, in his career, yes. right, from from being um, lightweight, like welterweight and welterweight champion, he has accomplished more than what Errol Spence has done. But at this particular weight, because Errol Spence has beaten better quality of opponents, you got to say that he's beaten um, better quality of opponents. You than think so? The, he, listen, the, the win he has done. Well, simple, simple, all right, check this one out. Um, no disrespect to Ame Khan before he thinks I'm hating him, right? Ame Khan, <laughs> hey, it's the fact that the fights are not there or they're not being available for Terence Crawford because yeah. PBC's got their fighters and PBC's fighters ain't going to be mixing with Bob Arrow's top-ranked fighters. So it's difficult for, for Terence Crawford to get that fight. But just similar to when Roy Jones moved up to heavyweight and beat John Ruiz. Incredible performance. 2003. Lennox Lewis was still WBC champion. He won the WBA title. In the pound-for-pound rankings, Roy Jones was still number one pound-for-pound. Yes. But at that weight... Mm. Right, Lennox Lewis was the man, and he was the man, and and quite quite rightly. So, you're, so what you're saying is that Errol deserves to be there. Yeah, he does. He's he does. Better he does. He does. Mm. But okay, so okay, I'm not disagreeing you, but we're disagreeing with you. But I'm putting a a, a point across. All right, you're Errol playing God's Spence. advocate, yeah. He, what, what, what? You're playing God's advocate. I like that one. Right, you don't play no devils. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Errol Spence, last fight was against Mikey, Mikey Garcia. Yeah. He took his own. That's a big scout. I believe that the only other O, there might be one other that Errol Spence has taken, um, is a guy called, a Ghanaian guy, Latte. Remember that fight? <laughs> Latte clap him. Latte hurt him, you Latte went in that fight with some powder on his hand, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, if we look at Bud, yeah, at one four seven, it don't matter. At it's, one four seven, to me, it's the quality of the fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and, at and I say that though. because Terence Crawford has taken the O of Gamboa. Yeah, and Gamboa. Terence Crawford has taken the O of Victor Postel. Now, very true. Terence Crawford has taken the O of Jose Benani... Ben ben what can I say his name? Benanivis. Ben his brother who won yeah, 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 yeah. On the, the weekend. Super Mario title. On the weekend. These are top guys. Yes, I totally agree with These you. These are top guys. There may be... Well, Benavides is a world away. He, I think he may have started up as a... But that's clever matchmaking because yeah. I remember the rumour about Benavides dealing with Khan in Swaran. Hmm. So the main, you know, me having my manager's head on, okay, I've just done Amir, so let me fight the man that, maybe they wasn't thinking, maybe I'm overthinking it, that we know dominated Khan in sparring. And if, and if, and you know, and he stopped, Benav again, he stopped these guys. Yeah, I know, I know. These are good scalps from uh, Coulford. Yeah, they're excellent scalps. Scalps. But what I'm saying is, let... Um, Earl Spence have that number one position right now. But I think if he was to go face Terence Crawford, I saw, like I said, I saw flaws in Earl Spence. And but I, was they flaws? Sorry to cut you. Was they flaws or was they, it they merely were, a fact? There were flaws. That too. this was a guy that had been in there with, I think Porter's been in there with Garcia. Has he been in there Furman. with Furman? Yep, yep, yep. He's been in with guys. He's been in with guys. And Malinaji. Malinaji. These are levels. Devin Alexander. And come on, man. So that, so, so that is really, apart from Garcia, that's really Errol's yeah, first yeah, yeah. proper fight. Yeah. You know, and against a guy who's mentally, can match him mentally, you saw the whole build-up. It was on him. It was on him. Porter was showing him that this is going to be a fight. Not only that, right. I feel that... And because fact, of that then, because of all of them things, on, yes. from what we're saying about Sean Porter... That is the reason why Errol Spence should be number one world away. Because Sean Porter is a serious guy. And Sean Porter has improved since the Kell Brook fight. So what happens between Bud and Porter? That's the fight. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, what you know happens what? between you know Bud and Porter? I'm, That's the fight. Yeah. I'm slightly favouring Crawford to, to, to outbox him and beat him on points. Because he's you got can't more. outbox. You don't... 
Porter's not a guy you start boxing with. No, no, you're no, no, have no, to Porter, fight. no, no, I'm saying Errol Spence. I'm saying that Bud Crawford would, I got Bud no, but Crawford. I'm, yeah, we know that, yeah. but I'm saying, what do you think about Bud? I mean, we're going off subject yeah, again, fine. but Bud and Sean Porter. That's a wicked fight. And you know what? I would love <laughs> for that fight up. to happen. The reason, reason, reason why I'd love to see that fight, I'll tell you why. But I think like, um, Terence Crawford said, I ain't going to fight him because he's my brethren or something like that. Some, yeah, recently, yeah. Forget like, all that, man. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like, legacy, come on. Bridges <laughs> after the fight. Because <laughs> I know Porter, Porter and, and, and Spence cut some peas on the, on the weekend and him yes. to a Bridges, right? Yes. Uh, if Terence Crawford was to fight Sean Porter, Sean Porter's style would give him that night, you know? I'm telling you. Sean I'm Porter's style you. would give him that night. So just remember where you heard it first. You heard it on The Fight Is Right. Sean Porter versus Terrence Brad Crawford. Yeah, but big anyway, boy big boy fight. You know what? I'm gonna get on the phone and start. I'm gonna read Terry <laughs> Porter in a minute, man. We went out. That's, that's, that's a yeah. That's a big fight. But let's talk about Earl Spence now. Not talk. That's the yes. next fight. He's gonna fight Danny Garcia. Is now, that right? Yeah, he's gonna fight Danny Garcia. I'm gonna phone Danny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's he's true. Fight. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna fight. He's gonna phone. He's gonna fight. He's gonna fight. They, listen, you gotta see like what what PBC are doing is this, and like I understand it, yeah. Yes. Because they've got their commodities and they're not going to boost up no one else's commodity. But let's not forget who Terence Crawford is. Let's not forget, like, the guy is a, is a supreme athlete. Yes. Right? He's an excellent boxer. Yes. And he's a very, very well, 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 he's very well thought of. I, I like the things that he's done. I remember when, when he came over here to fight Ricky Burns and, and I was doing the technical And we've done that in your house. In my house, we sat down and watched the fight. And the, pe- the people say, what are them bloody... <laughs> <laughs> What them bloody yeah, two you know? Yeah, Tundi, bloody yeah, Roger yeah. Mayweather, what they do. <laughs> <laughs> and I told them, I told them yeah, that, that this guy, guy turned yeah, Crawford, what I fire. see, <coughs> what I see was yeah, something he's, he's, special. He's serious. Um, I mean, like I said, he's, he's a very, very serious guy. But Danny, Danny and, and Errol, that would be a good fight, you know. Daniel Errol Spence. Yeah, yeah because, you know, fight, obviously, man. again, when myself and Anthony Yard went over to um, Atlantic City, we drove down to Philly. Yeah. And uh, we was with uh, his dad and Danny. Beautiful people, dedicated to their craft. All they know is about his hard work. And it, it, you know what? It makes me laugh because I remember when Danny was coming up and people were saying he's rubbish. He ain't that good. And then he fought Ashley Fearpain. Yeah. Ashley put up probably the best performance of, of his career. life, bro. Big up Ashley. Split, split decision he lost Split on decision. That. Ashley, the treasure. Yeah. Fearpain. You know, and um, I think even then people didn't really rate Danny. It was the fight against Amir Khan. He, that was his bust night. If he was had, his if he, yeah, yeah. If you need a night that you're going to blow on the scene, that was his night. And that left foot... Yeah, left foot was serious. But when we talk about this left foot, man, yes. don't watch it. It was kind of similar to when Oliver McCall knocked out Lennox Lewis. Mm. Because he didn't, he didn't plan to throw... He just threw the shot. But it, people say... Man, it's not lucky. It's not a lucky shot. No saying, way. When you throw a shot, you're meaning to lick something. How can, you, how can it be right. lucky when he's done it he's numerous done. times? Right, but that, that was vicious. When he clapped to Amir Khan, when Amir yes. Khan, yeah. But are we seeming to forget, Amir Khan was boiling him in that fight, you know? Was he what? Aaron McCann was dealing with him. Aaron McCann. Okay. I need to watch that fight again. Aaron McCann's hands are ridiculous, man. You know, Seriously. I'm, a, I'm a great American supporter. Yeah, 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 I just believe he, what he's done for British boxing is incredible. I don't know how anyone could hate on him. But, I mean, I, I need to watch that fight again. Watch it again, man. Seriously. Because, you know, it's, it's like a football match. Nobody cares about the 70th yeah, yeah, yeah. and the 89th minute. It's 100%. what the 90th minute is. And I just remember the left hook. That's all I remember about the fact. So and I and I know it's a shot that Danny. I was watching him spar, and I remember uh, my guy from the Boxing Voice. Uh, what's the guy who runs the Boxing Voice? Nesta. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he wasn't happy with the sparring that Danny was getting in preparation for. What fight was that? It was a big fight. Is when we was there. What was Danny's? Anyway. But I remember me and Anthony was watching the sparring and the left hook, it's, not, it's such a natural shot. Mm. Now, is that enough to bother Errol? Because Errol looks like he's got a sturdy chin as well. You know, well, you have to when yeah, you dedicate yourself that much. But who was it? Um, 
Bob Padgett, right? You remember Bob, Bob Padgett? Bob Padgett, oh, yeah. Bob Padgett. Yeah. Old school. Say, yeah. Like Spence, the way they do with Southpaws, people will keep on worrying about throwing a right You throw the bloody left hook. Right? <laughs> yeah. So Bob always said from when I was young. Yeah. So, and I've seen like guys who do throw the left hook can get success from it. I yeah. remember when Audrey Harrison got, got, got knocked out by Michael Sprott. Yes. Right? Ooh. Right. I was, was there that yeah, 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 yeah. That was a horrible knockout. I was knockout. there. That was a horrible Michael knockout. Michael ran. Like he just teeth something. <laughs> <laughs> he ran. When the shot landed, do you remember? He yeah, turned. No, no, he ran around. It's like he was mad. He did teeth something. He teeth. He stole all the Harrison senses. But there's no, there's no bless on all the, all these my guys still. But the f- if them two, them two fight, and they are gonna fight, right? But and this is the thing is this. I remember when nobody wanted to fight Errol Spence. Do you remember that? Yes. Nobody yes. wanted to fight him. That's true. Right? When he was calling that all guy. I remember when he was sat he was sat on 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 um on Showtime with Um Keith Furman and they were talking about him fighting and they just avoided this both of them sat there, but Keith Furman just avoided that of, of like Errol Spence. Because yes. everyone knows that like, Errol Spence is serious. He, he so, do that you, so do you think now that this fight is finished that people see I mean, you've just, you just alluded I, to it that yeah. um, there's vulnerability in Errol. There, I'll tell you what, there are vulnerabilities, but I, only take, I believe that it takes somebody of the style of Sean Porter to expose those vulnerabilities. Yes. Because remember, he's on you like white on rice. So he's just on you. He's just, he's annoyingly on He was annoying. Yes. And he wasn't just on him. He was giving angles, but we've seen him when he, in, in his work. He yes. was like, like shifting to the right, shifting to the left, shifting, yes. throw the shot. Like he would, he would ship over to his, to his, to his left, but he'd throw like a straight, Left hand, and he come down to the body. Obviously, done his homework. You yes. know what I mean? And plus, and he, he brought in Barry Hunter as well. So you know what I mean, and Barry knows the game inside out. As yeah, as as well as having his dad there. So you know what I mean? He had a he had a, a, a beacon of knowledge around him as well. So they they worked out what they worked out. But still, at the end of the day, the result was the result. Yes. And the result was fair. It wasn't a robbery. The no. result was fair because of the knockdown. But I feel that Errol pressured the fight, the whole fight. He did, pre- and that's the thing. I think Errol Spence could be just believing his own hype. Like, right, you know, what's the reason? I'm gonna just turn over, man. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna knock out guys. I don't know. Or maybe Porter got into his head where he said, right, you know what? I'm just gonna go deal with you, you know? No, I mean, I mean, I think the whole point of being a great champion is adjusting to all styles. So, like in the Garcia fight, Errol wanted to prove to everybody that he could box. I can box you. It was a like a way smaller guy, yeah. and I think that him being so big and having that power, it's like just fighting yeah. a light, but he just yeah. controlled the situation. Yeah. But I think he actually met someone who is as strong as him and who's got an awkward style, but he came through. It's like when Floyd fought Maidana, the first fight. That was a close fight. It was a close fight. I was there for that fight. Yeah. Uh, I remember I FaceTimed you from there. Yeah, I remember yeah. I And then the second fight, Floyd said, all right, <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Yeah. I just box your ears off. So. So how do you think? How do you think Danny Garcia would do against Sean? I mean, against Errol Spence. That's a good fight. I'm just gonna be honest. I think knowing both fighters, people forget that Danny was unified. Was yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He was unified people, when he beat Amir Khan. Yeah. Danny, uh, listen, it's he's got that spirituality. Him and his father, they got that close connection, and. Uh, I've been in the gym with them, and it's not something that you can really explain. It's like, where does the power come from when he throws that left hook? <laughs> you know, that's invisible power because it doesn't even load up. It's like he just, it's the hand. And I saw Errol take a few shots, which you're inevitably going to when you face yeah, yeah. a pound for pound or an elite fighter. Uh, but what makes you an elite fighter is that you're able to weather that storm and come back and as he did, drop him. So, Danny's never touched the floor. Has Danny ever touched the floor in a fight? No, no, I don't believe he has, no. I ain't never seen Danny touch the floor. And I see him make people touch the floor. Yeah, but what I've noticed with Danny Garcia, you give him a boxer. Yes. And he, 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 he does suffer a little bit. Yes. I mean, Paulie Manaji, he suffered in that fight. Poorly boxed very, very well. Did a good game plan, very, very good movements, yes. right? Anyhow you come to fight Danny Garcia. Yeah, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. Yeah, so but that's but that's why I say that's why I think the IQ of Errol Spence will come into play. He you remember, that's why I never fall into another fighter's game plan. 
or allow another fighter to take me off my game plan. I think Errol, it wasn't he got exposed, he's running. What he allowed himself to do was get drawn into the battle. Because all I heard was, I'm going to knock you out. I'm going <laughs> to knock you out. I mean, that's all I heard for the whole run-up. I'm going to knock you out. Don't worry about it. I ain't going nowhere. And so, maybe, you know, because of that, because he put so much focus on the KO, it didn't come. Mm. If he maybe was just the normal Errol Sprints, break a man down systematically, it would have been a, it would have been a night where he probably would have got that KO. Yeah, for real. Anyway, let's change it up a bit. Yes. Derek Suzora hasn't got an opponent oh my because allegedly Joseph Parker got bitten by a spider. Or something like that. Is that yeah. what it is? Some spider bit him, he's going to turn into Spider-Man. So I really like this Spider-Man. He's going to be New Zealand Spider-Man flying around the place or something. So he's not... He's, he's, he's out. There's been calls for loads of different opponents, yeah? Yes. Nah. Oh, man. I was looking forward to that fight. Yeah, so was I. I was, and I think the show was needed of that fight because I think that was a very, very good fight. And the way out, so, but I think David Hayes now said, like, they're looking for an opponent for him now. Um, Eddie Hearns put out a poll to say who should they, who should they get in. And yes. everybody's voted for, for Shannon Briggs. Let's go, champ. Yeah. Has he got his license in this country? Yeah, remember he boxed there a few years ago on David Hayes' card, remember? Okay. Yeah, remember, yeah, he did. So, but well, that's the call. The call is being out for Shannon Briggs. Um, a lot of people say, well, what about Big Baby Miller? How could Big Baby Miller come out and, yes. and, and fight him? And you know what? And they, they are quite similar. When is the fight? When is the, the date? October 27th. October so, 27th. Yeah. So we're now in October. Yeah, so we've got another so not, 25 no. days. So they've got to find someone in. And the thing about it is it's a good thing that Eddie Hearn's got the zone and, and some sky money behind it because whoever's going to come and try and fight Derek Zora now, they're going to ask for a fat check. But yes. we, don't, we don't know what could happen. Maybe it could be a fight to And Well, he, he's out of the fight. Yes. But you know when it goes, when you're looking for somebody, they're going to think, well, oh, Derek Zora. He did have a very, very in, impressive win against Spilka last time out. Yes. That, was very, that knockout was very impressive. Vicious. Then you know that money's gone up. Yes. And then people saying, well, yeah, I ain't time to prepare. And da, 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 da. Yeah. I even heard talk of Oscar Rivas. Right? Pooh, that's right, people could, right, and I spoke to Dylan White yesterday, and Dylan was saying, listen, if Oscar Rivas is training, Derek don't want that work. Is that what he yeah, said? He yeah, he said, you don't want that work, brother. You don't want that mm. work. So, I don't know. But I don't know. Derek is a person that you, could, you, you can't read Derek. You can't, you can't say because I fought him and I had a tough fight, you're going to give Derek a tough fight. Because Derek has the ability, he's like an X-Man. <laughs> he will just change on the night. He said it. He said it for this fight. The whole team said that the preparation was crazy. They was going to pull Derek out of the fight. But he goes out there and, bang him out. and puts on probably one of the best knockouts of his career. So I would say that whoever's fighting Derek better, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, Derek could knock out Oscar Rivas, in yeah. my opinion. Okay. I believe, you know, I said it. If that fight is made, I believe he can knock him out. Because Derek, I've been around Derek from, I was in the corner for the Klitschko fight. Mm -hmm. I was in the corner when Derek fought for the European title uh, against the Swedish guy. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, I've been they, with rubbed, Derek. they rubbed him back in that you fight. Know, I've been with back. Derek and I know when Derek's up for something, he's a very, very hard man to move. So I, I hope that Eddie and DeZone and David Hay can get a great opponent. But as we say... It's f what three weeks? Three weeks. So it's going to be a bit difficult. But if if I wouldn't mind Shannon Briggs, you know. Shannon Briggs is, but right. I'm not. I'm not lying. I like Shannon Briggs. Yeah, I, you know what I mean, I wouldn't mind Shannon Briggs, and the reason why I wouldn't mind Shannon Briggs because <coughs> can he beat Derek? Can Shannon Briggs beat Derek Cesora? I wouldn't think he could at this stage of his career. Right. I, don't think. I, I just don't think he could. You know what I mean? He's very motivational. I get, I, I get G'd up when he starts to talk to the Let's Go champ and everything else. Do you know, just in case the fans didn't, Shannon Briggs has the most first round KOs in the history of boxing. That's nuts, isn't it? That is Shannon crazy, Briggs ain't it? a joker. <laughs> so nuts. you better keep, that's how David never fought him. <laughs> <laughs> because this guy's serious. You know, Shannon Briggs is a guy and because of the energy, what he brings, he's going to be a dangerous opponent. There's a reason why these 
current heavyweights don't yeah, want to fight. Yeah, him. I know, I know. Because he brings an energy which, you know, it's like, do I really need this? Yeah, you don't need that work. Um, but the thing will be, like, me personally, I, if they were saying, well, who could Derek Sajor fight in this time? I would say Big Baby Miller for the simple fact because I think both of their styles will complement each other. Big Baby Miller is not a concussive puncher. Right? Yes, yes. Derek Sajor is not a, a concussive puncher, but all of a sudden he starts to get some superpower. Right? You know, like a concussive puncher. Yeah, exactly. He starts to get, he gets, he gets yeah. some superpower. I don't know. You know what I mean? Some, I don't know what's going on there. Remember Derek as well. Derek had success quite early on. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you, you get the success, you get the money. It's like the drive. Is there any mm -hmm. ever drive or motivation? You know, he's, uh, I don't know if he's Derek's married, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I know he's yeah. got a child. Yeah. With a, with a young lady and a you know family man and everything, but you know if he's got the hunger back, we've seen you know he's putting in good performances. Yep. What we got? We're gonna move on now, right? Yes. Um, the golden contract, MTK Global or on Sky TV after we got MTK Global because I run the foundation. But not only that, but they're my family, <laughs> yes. right? But wicked show, and it's a really good concept. Um, I've it, heard, I mean, I don't know too much about it, yeah. but I've heard that it's... Well, Ryan Walsh, right, so what they do, eight fighters, yes. they match them up, uh, they do a, a, a draw, Lee Ian gets the balls out, they do a draw, and then you pick who you're going to fight, oh, wow. and then Sky are showing it. It's going to be a fantastic show tomorrow. If you ain't got your ticket to go down to York Hall tomorrow, I think it's sold out, but try and go, because it's going to be really cool. If you don't, you can catch it on Sky from, I think it's from like eight o'clock. But... So, one question. Are these contests 12 round fights? No, or? 10 round fights. 10 round fights, and then I think it's a, a month later or two or, or six weeks later, then you go fight again. Okay. So, it is really good. So, and they've got some good guys in it. Because, like, um, you worked with Ryan Walsh, right, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You worked, you worked with Ryan, Ryan Walsh. Ryan and, and Liam yeah. for one fight. I think they both got first round KOs yeah, so at Excel Center. He's, I think Khan was on that bill, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that Ralph? That's a little while ago. Yeah, there, long time. When Khan fought over the XL. Um, a little yeah, while ago. Great, yeah. So they got some really good guys on it. So he, uh, what's it? There's a kid called Socaras, right? Um, Cuban boy. Okay. Um, good fighter. He's, he's unbeaten. I think he's 20 with three draws. Um, but Socaras chose Ryan Walsh. He chose him? Yeah, he chose him. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll pick the ball come. He said, yeah, I'll pick you. Is there any footage on this soccer ash guy? Yeah, he's, he's a busy fighter. He's a busy fighter. He's unbeaten. He's got three draws on his, on his record as well, but he's, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a busy fighter. Well, straight off the bat, I've not seen soccer fight, but I know Ryan Walsh. Ryan Walsh can throw many punches. So if the guy's a busy fighter, he's going up against a busy fighter. And Ryan... Being around the three brothers, Michael, Liam, and Ryan himself, both brothers will tell you Ryan's the hardest puncher. And this is what I say about boxing. It's such a unique sport in the sense that just because you can punch in the gym or in the pads, it don't mean you're going to knock someone out. Because yeah, yeah. a knockout is an art. Uh, but they, both brothers, Liam and Michael, tell me that Ryan is the hardest puncher out of all of them. Ryan goes to the body extremely well. So I don't know, the fact that this guy's got three draws in his record, yeah. that could be a 50-50. It yeah. means that he's won them on the way he shows. it could be. But this soccer ass guy, I see like, what's he, um, Haroon soccer. He, he throws this overhand shot. I see him on the pads, the little, little open workout thing down at the Repton gym. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, okay. yeah. And it was like, he's just, like, he's looking to, he's coming to try and knock out, man. That's, I'm just being real, he's trying to come knock out, man. We've got... David Oliver Joyce, remember we met him last week at, at Ultimate Fire. Yeah, at Ultimate Fire. Yes. Um, he was there. Well, who was it? McDonnell. Sunny. Yeah, yeah, Sun yeah. Sunny. No, yeah. It was, the winner. Yeah, the winner. It was Donnelly. Yeah, Donnelly. Donnelly. Yeah, so Donnelly. I, I like Donnelly. Shout out to Donnelly, my man. Yeah, nice guy, man. We done a little right? post about him. Yeah, and um, David Joyce fighting Lee Woods. Lee Wood ain't no joke, you know. Lee Wood can box. Lee mm. Wood lost. Lee Wood lost to um, Gavin McDonald in two thousand and fourteen. Yes. For the for the British super bantamweight title, that's his only loss on his record. There's no shame in that. You know what I mean? You got to think. Gavin McDonald, Gavin, okay. Jamie's brother. Jamie's right? brother. Yeah, good fight. Yeah. So there's no shame in that. Yes. But this is at featherweight now. Okay. So that's a good fight. Joyce is unbeaten. But if you think about it, 
Joyce ain't really been in with caliber guys. This is why this is an excellent matchup. This is a true, truly, truly 50 50 fight. Yes. There's that. There's your little legend, Jazza Dickens. Yeah, Jazza. Yeah. <laughs> He's fighting Carlos Ramos, right? Carlos Ramos, former European champion. Carlos Ramos can fight, you know? Mm. So that fight, that's a nice fight. I wish Jazz were the best because he's one of them guys. Is you, you always want him to win? Yeah. Because he's a, he's a. You remember when he fought Rogondo? That was like, like why? I don't know. Why he, would, he made that match. Bro, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Get a word to me today. Trust me, hey, bro. Right. right. Who needs him club? Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. That's a good fight. I'm wishing Jazz all the best in there. Jazz fought. What's the boy from Sheffield? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Kid Galahad. Kid Gallagher, and he yeah, lost yeah. to Kid Gallagher. And yeah. that was a good fight. That was a good that fight. That was a good fight. Yeah. Right? Let's not That's, get twisted. I remember that fight. Yeah, that, that was that, a good fight a good because fight. at the time both were unbeaten. Yes. Right? And from that's when we are people really prepped up to say, you know what? Yeah, Gallag- man. Yeah, Gallagher's Gallag- gonna do yeah. things, you can fight. Yes. Um you got um what's his name? Uh Raju um Najib, he's fighting Tyrone McCullough. Yes. Tara McCullough, Southport, we just watched him a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's decent. 13 and all. He's got, I think he's about six or seven stoppages on his his record as well. So, that's a good fight. And it's like, whoever wins, you go through to the next round. Okay. And then, boom, then the winner of that, then they have the final. Who's your favourite for the whole? The favourite for the whole thing. Yes. You know what? It's very difficult for you to say, like, the favourite for the whole thing. Because, like, if you look on experience. Can I just say, make me? Yeah. It's going to be the winner out of Ryan and Socrates. Yeah. And I would say that as well because Ryan, he's been in proper world class. Very experienced. Right? Very knowledgeable guy. It's mad. When you get around the brothers, Ryan's always the one spitting the facts. So he's a student of the game. I mean, they're all, especially Liam is a student of the game. Um, and all that helps. You know, when, mm. you, when you know your craft and when you study your craft, it helps you as a fighter because knowledge is power. So... I believe, I don't know about this, but this guy's Cuban. Yeah. Cubans, they live this because that's what they got. So you always know what you're going to get with a Cuban fighter. So very interesting. But just looking at that lineup, I would go for the winner of Ryan Walsh and Socrates to win the whole competition. Yeah. Um, who do you think is going to win that out, Socrates and Ryan Walsh? I'm going with Ryan. I got oh, I got I got. I got, I got a, what would I look like? Supporting a man I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, they don't make no sense. And I never understand it. I'm like, this guy's, the guy, we're from the UK. We've been in the gym together. I ain't supporting. I don't, you could be Mike Tyson. I don't know. I just, do you think there was any Mexicans supporting Floyd Mayweather when they fought, when Canelo fought? No, no. Not one. Not one. No, so... It's just a support thing, and I'm always going to support the UK guys. And Ryan, and not only that, Ryan is a, such a, a honest and a consummate prof- professional, like all of his brothers. Um, and they was in the gym yesterday, and I was talking to them, and uh, you know, Ryan, yeah. they're not. Graham, Graham was still training, right? Graham, yeah, Graham was right. there. And, I, and, there. I, and I, I like that. Yes. And I think like Graham could come up with the right game plan. Yes. Um, for them to, 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 and I got him winning on points in that okay. fight. I got, uh, I got him winning on points. But he's just going to be wearing them overhand rights. I'm okay. watching it. And this, man, this man's looking to bowl you over. Yeah, one thing I always knew about Cubans, they can punch. They can punch. They, I don't know. And it's got to be the toughness. Yeah. It's, you know, toughness breeds toughness. And um, you've seen it. Ridden Girl, Gamboa, all these guys. But when they, you know, when they meet, you know, to beat them, historically, you're going to have to have some. And I yeah. believe Ryan has got that, so... To me, that's the fight of the night, um, and we'll wait and see. Yeah, man, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the show. So, anyone go golden ticket, a golden contract. So, that's um, that's going to be something to to look out for. All right, fantasy fights. Yeah, <laughs> this is not ready for Bubba Tundi and Jay today, right? <laughs> fantasy fights. Go ahead. Ivan Drago. <laughs> yeah. Versus Clubberland. Come on, let's hear it now. Let me hear that one. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Who would have you got in there? <laughs> that is serious. Right. Mm. You ain't so bad. <laughs> you ain't so bad. Yeah, Just bro. like the chicken, you better run. <laughs> Trust me. Get out of my face. <laughs> I don't want to have beef in my corner. I'm going for. Gotta go for Clubber. 
Yeah? Gotta go for Grab Because I just, the roughness and the toughness <laughs> would just get to Drago. <laughs> the roughness and the toughness would get to Drago. Um, and the inside work from Clubber. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Clubber Lang. Yeah? <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, bro. That's what you get for. Nah. Nah, I would like to go for Clubberlang. Yes. Right? But I know it's a Clubberlang gas out. That's the curry going rice. He gas out, so I might get tired quick. You know what I mean? So I would I would go for I would go for look and remember Jogo was juiced up to the nines, yeah? Right. It was some, some different juice, some proper. And it wasn't just steroids, and it was anabolic steroids. It was on it was on yeah. some power. It was some real chemistry against. Right. So I would have favoured Ivan Drago, even though he was a raw novice. Okay. Right, in the film. Come in the ring with, with one professional, one, <laughs> one, one, one professional fight where he kill an old has been man, right? Yeah. I would actually go for him about round old, about round eight because only Rocky Balboa can take those punches, you know what? Okay, okay. <laughs> Serious fight now. Roberto Duran against Floyd Mayweather. At what weight? At what weight? At what weight? I won't wait. Then we're gonna go to history. If we look, the Roberto Duran that fought Sugar Ray Leonard in 1980. Come on, spit the facts now. Right, I'm spitting the facts now. <laughs> I don't care what waterweight. I think there was only one waterweight in history that could have dealt with that man. But that, but his reign was short-lived. Now we have to say, where do we rate Roberto Duran as his greatness? His greatness was in the world title defenses that he made from beating Ken Buchanan and going on. Then he had five fights and moved up to, he had five fights in the middle mm. as lightweight champion, but they were preliminary fights at welterweight, trying to test the waters. Then he fought Sugar Ray Leonard. So I would have said the Roberto Duran that beat Sugar Ray Leonard would have, would have, would have, would have, would have, would have beaten Floyd Mayover. That Roberto Duran, but the lightweight Roberto Duran against the lightweight Floyd, when Floyd was, <laughs> Pretty boy Floyd at lightweight. To me, Roberto Duran is the greatest lightweight of all times. Mm. Right? Period. And you want to argue, right? And if you go through history, then there's some really good guys at, at lightweight, like Benny Leonard, who's a genius, technical genius, right? But I would say at lightweight, then I, I've got I've got Roberto Duran winning. So against. you've got year and yeah, I've people got, at lightweight. At what I would say Floyd would have most probably could have dealt with him because he only had one epic win mm. and that was against Ray Leonard and then you know the lifestyle of Roberto Duran and how he was living but I would say at lightweight okay so we got 1-1 one, one. yeah the, the next one fantasy matchup go on marvellous Marvin Hagler yeah against Triple G come on man <laughs> Hagler will stop Triple G <laughs> <laughs> Hagler was a different breed. Hagler <coughs> fans out there. Right. I want people to realize this. Come on, speak the language. Yeah, thank you. 1980, <laughs> when Marvin Hagler came over here. Yes. And fought Alimenta. Alimenta, right? yes. Alimenta was just, that the Royal Apple Yeah, and they just fring bottles. No, but it was the Royal Apple wasn't it? It was the Royal Right? That Marvin Hagler, that guy who went on and made... <coughs> successful title defences all the way from 1980 Jesus to April 6th come on knowledge right 1987 seven year span right amazing amazing and people get gas I'm not saying that Golovkin's not a good fighter Golovkin had 300 amateur fights Golovkin can fight you know what yes. I mean how many fights did he have in the World Series alright Golovkin can fight. Yes. Right? I remember saying like, oh, when people saying like, oh, Triple G, Triple G, I'm saying, no, he should change his name to GBH. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> he was serious. But Marvin Hagler was a fantastic boxer who's never really given the credit as a boxer because of his look, his aesthetic look and everything. But he was an incredible boxer. Mm. Go and watch his second fight <laughs> with Vinto Antifermo. Go and watch his two wars with Mustafa Hamcho. Mustafa Hamcho weren't no joke. 
He had one of the best chins ever, but Marvin Hagler still stopped him. So I'm looking at those wow. things, I'm saying, Hagler was the guy. And mm. that's that. And we're forgetting. Well, like I said, we're living in a culture now where it's fashionable to be uncultured. Yes. Some people don't check. People don't check. When someone hears something in 1980, these kids were just born in, in 97, yes. right? 97 is last week to us, you know what I mean? But to these young, so Marvin Hagler, um, Triple G would have given him trouble, right? Because he has got vicious power, and Marvin Hagler <coughs> even admitted himself saying, well, I think Triple G, yeah, he's power. But no, Hagler, Hagler was my guy. I think Hagler would have, Hagler would have beaten, um, Hagler would have beaten him because Hagler could be able to take that power. He could take it. He took Tommy Hearns' right hand. Right, Tommy Hearns' right hand could knock down skyscrapers. That's not my saying. That's, that's, Hugh, that's, that's Hugh McAvenny saying that. He was a ridiculous puncher. So I would have had. Also, go watch <laughs> Young Kids. Marvin Hagler versus K Man Lee. K Man Lee weren't a joke. K Man Lee was from the Crumb Gym. He was a knockout man. Mm. Right? Marvin Hagler's walked through that and he ate that for breakfast. You know Marvin Hagler, I eat him up like Pac Man. He was serious. So I've got Hagler winning that fight. Okay. Let's move to the heavyweights now. All right. Joe Lewis versus Lennox Lewis. <laughs> That's the one. <coughs> Joe Lewis versus Lennox Lewis. Right. Come on, give right. me some facts, brother. Right. <laughs> don't, don't get personal. First, Joe, no, Lennox, Lewis. Yeah, yeah. you no, don't jo know. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Joe, Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, he's, what was it, 11 and a half year reign as heavyweight champion of the world, Jeez. right? You can't make 25 defenses. You can't muck around with that, right? Um, I remember, sorry, off subject. I studied every piece of footage on Joe Lewis. He was incredible. Uh, you know, you study him a lot as well. You should try and copy his style a little bit. Um, was Howard Eastman. Because he was the heavyweight Sugar Robinson. He was perfect. Yeah, he was. He was perfect. And it's kind of weird that you say he was the heavyweight Sugar Robinson. Sugar Robinson used to be his bag carrier. Right? Mm. So Sugar Robbins used to idolise Joe Lewis. You know what I mean? And one time I read in a book. So that, yeah, like he was in a marge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So and so even though you're saying that he was it was because Sugar Robinson used to teeth nothing from him. And that's how it goes. When you're yes. around things you're like, oh, yes. you're gonna, you're yes. gonna just like Harley respected Sugar Robinson. Well, exactly. So and if you're if you're around those guys, you're gonna steal their bits and bobs. Yes. Um in a fantasy fight, you'd have to say that Joe Lewis wouldn't be um, 200 pounds. Joe Lewis, you, to be realistic, in a fantasy fight, you say like, Joe Lewis, if you're to match them up proper, Joe Lewis would be like a, a 225 or 235, right? If it was like today's time. Today's time, yes. Right? And if Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis was a bit susceptible with shots. I remember um, Tony Galante knocked him over, mm. like overhand, overhand right. Mm. And he was a little bit susceptible to, to getting shots, getting knocked out um, by match smelling. Right, but Rocky when, Marciano knocked him out. Like he was, he was shot them times there. He, he was seventy nine years old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> right? But Joe, Joe Lewis, like you have to think it, about. Yeah, this, yeah. You know, Joe you Lewis, Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis was actually he was perfect. He was absolutely he, he, he was perfect. He was perfect, and. But Lennox could but punch could him. He but Lennox could punch him. That's what I'm saying. Could, could he do with the physicality and the boxing technique of Lennox Lewis? Because uh, to this day, I mean, again, it's another fantasy fight. Well, it wasn't fantasy because it did happen. And the fans may shout at me, but I believe Lennox would have beat Mike Tyson at any time. You know what? And I agree with you, you know? Any time. Right? And that's no disrespect to Mike Tyson. No, right? it's not. But Lennox's style of fight. He would have beat Mike Tyson when he was 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old. Just because of the way Lennox boxes and the power in his right hand. Yeah, no, that power was very serious. Yeah, I mean, just look at the the way he knocked out Ragman in a re, in a rematch. Oh. That just shows you. Oh. And Lennox was shot them times. Not shot, but he was past his best. Yes. Right? That was a serious knockout. Um, I would favour Lennox Lewis because Lennox Lewis, there's days where you get me and Lennox is my top three yes. of all-time heavyweights. Then there's days where you get me where I'll change it all the time. Yeah, I mean, I'll start to say great is great. But maybe Lennox Lewis could have dealt with Joe Lewis. You know what I mean, to be real. But Joe Lewis is still one of my favourite fighters of all time. 
You know what yes. I mean? And, and that's the truth. Just so young like, people out there, yeah. go, go and study Joe Lewis. Fantastic yeah. heavyweight, mover, had his left hand low. Yep. Yep. And it'll, it'll catch the it'll shot. It'll catch the shot. It'll catch the shot. <laughs> Boom! I remember Henry Cooper told a story, right? That <clears throat> Joe Lewis came over to, to the UK. So this must have been about, I don't know, 48 times there. Because yes. he was asking, like, when he's thinking about making his comeback. Right, and he came and he was sparring at the Thomas Beckett gym. Yes, right? famous gym. And he was sparring with some sparring guy, and he and the guy like Jolish would just catch him and just punch him on the arms. Mm. Right, nothing major, just yeah, catch, tap the arms. He said after three rounds of Joe Lewis doing that, yeah, mm. the guy couldn't even raise his arms. I don't think you should be giving these secrets. Right, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm giving, that, that's for my fans. <laughs> so all the opposition, yeah. we're going to start right. covering up yeah. themselves with that. So no, but that's what, that's what you do. Um, Joel is a fantastic fighter, man. Just absolutely fantastic. And you know what? On certain things, I like to just have my great fighters. Yes. And like sometimes I don't want to get drawn into like where to rank them and this, that, that. Yes. I just like to admire great fighters. Same Just way. like, Willie Peck's my favourite fighter. One of my favourite fighters of all time. I've got like, if I was to go like my top five favorite fighters, they might not be you lot's cup of tea, but my top five, Gene Tunney's there, mm. right? Gene Tunney was absolute genius. You guys go watch Gene Tunney. Gene Tunney, um, former um, American we, like heavyweight champion. Sorry to cut you. We need to do a show Just, on the past levels. Yeah, one hundred percent. This coming. is this is shows called the Waterweights, but <laughs> we need to do a show on the past legends because I feel that. History is a subject that the young ones have forgotten. They don't, they, listen, they don't touch on history. And what you have to remember that history just repeats, That's right? Exactly. It repeats, it improves, but it repeats. So someone else is going to become someone else. This is just how it goes. But like I said, you young kids, go watch Gene Tunney and you will understand how superb this guy was. He was absolutely perfect. Hmm. Gene, go watch Gene Tunney. Just what I'm saying to you, that is it. Gene Tunney was, he had a little bounce in his step. He would like, he would, he would be always constantly moving, catch, throw out the jab. The catch car, the catch car got popularized by him. He was the one that, pop, not saying he was the first to invent it, yeah. but he was the first man to make it popular because he was the world heavyweight champion yeah. when he beat um, Jack Dempsey. So you go watch that and then the story's a long count and everything else. But in the, in the rematch, the guy's a genius, man. That guy's one guy. Seriously, him, Willie Pep's another guy. Go watch Willie Pep. People want to. I remember it was Roger Mayweather said to you about Willie Pep. Oh, yes. Man. <laughs> yeah. Now what do you do? What do you do? Yes. No. Willie Pep was serious, bro. Yes. Go watch Willie Pep. That's that's another one of my guys. But we're gonna we're gonna do a show on that. We have to. We have to. We we're have to. Do. Well, listen, Spence. It's been fantastic. Yeah, man. One hundred percent. The first episode of the fight is right. Come on down. <laughs> <laughs> With your hosts. The one and only Master Knowledge, Spencer Fearon. And the one and only Master Genius, Baba Tundi Ajayi. Remember to like, comment and subscribe to the Stamina for Soul YouTube channel. Sports Social Podcast Network.